Blog Talk Radio. Hi, welcome to 219 Green Connect, where we explore topics about the environment and green living in Northwest Indiana. I'm your host, Kathy Sipple, and with me today I have a very special guest, Mady Herschelin, and she is from the Hoosier Solar Initiative Steering Committee. She is uh, working on the group's efforts statewide across Indiana and providing training opportunities for groups from individual cities and helping them get involved to move solar forward in Indiana before some very important changes in laws take place, so she's working against time. She also was the one of the founders of the Bloomington Neighborhood Solar Initiative, and she's got some great success stories about what they've been doing down in Bloomington that I hope she'll also share with us. So welcome, Mady. Thank you so much, Kathy. Yeah, so I know that a deadline is upon us, and you said there are going to be some very important changes coming that will impact uh, the ease with which Hoosiers and other Americans can have access to to solar. Can you tell us a little bit about the the time frame that we're looking at and what your efforts are to race against the clock? Yes, yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, the The Indiana uh, legislature passed this year the Senate Bill 309, which is now known as SEA 309, and it changes the arrangement by which homeowners are uh, reimbursed for the excess electricity that their solar installations generate. So solar panels uh, tend to generate less in winter and a lot more in summer, and you'll have times when you generate more than you need and you give it back to the grid for your neighbors to use, and times when you generate less than you need and you buy from the grid. Um, until now, there, there's been parity in, in the price. So you just have sort of a bank account for your solar electricity. If you generate more than you need, you get a credit for it, and then you draw down on that when you need more than you generate. Um, that will be changing, and it changes first in on December 31st. It will change so that for the next 30 years you have that arrangement. But that ends on December 31st. Then it changes for the next 15 years. You have that arrangement. And then five years later, it changes again. And I think the net metering is no longer available. Net metering makes it a good investment um, with a reasonable payback period for installing solar panels. So as a result, people around the state have come together to try to quickly make it possible for Hoosiers to go solar. Um, before the change in regulations. And actually, the deadline is sooner than we think because in order to meet the regulations that let you get 30 years of this um, net metering, you actually need to have have, uh, signed a solar contract by September 30th. There's a lot that has to happen between when you sign the contract and what needs to happen for you to get um, the 30-year net metering. So that's a really short time frame, September 30th, but people all over the state are rising to the occasion, and uh, I could tell you a little bit more about how they're doing that, if that's of interest. I would love that, especially since you've had success in Bloomington. Please please tell us any tips so that we can <laughs> replicate that 
up this way or anybody you know within Indiana that can use these same ideas. Oh, that's that's great. So um, what we what we do is we launch what's called a Solarize initiative, and what Who's Your Solar Initiative is doing? It's this group of basically volunteer steering committee is we're training teams in cities all over the state. And those teams are actually running a Solarize initiative for their local city and county. But this Hoosier Solar Initiative is providing them with everything they need to make it very easy. So we're providing them with um, press releases and letters to the editor. And above all, we're screening, soliciting um, contractors, solar contractors, uh, proposals. We're screening those proposals and giving each team exactly what they need to be able to select a solar contractor for their local solar initiative. That makes it really easy for the teams. Uh, the teams are being trained um, in different places in the state, and we can go into that a little bit later. I can tell you a little bit about what the teams actually do. The teams get the word out through every way they can to local homeowners that might be interested in going solar. They tell them when there will be an information session and then they run that information session. What they do for the solar homeowner is they uh, pre-screen the terms that solar contractors are providing. Uh, that is what kind of equipment, the manufacturers of that equipment, the capacity of the installers themselves, and the pricing. And they look for the best value package from a company that they can see can deliver and has a good reputation. What that means is that for the homeowner who may be very busy, may be daunted by the idea that they have to find out how solar works and then find contractors and then figure out is the equipment the contractor is proposing good equipment and is the price good, all these things can be really daunting. And in fact, it's a fairly new industry such that it's not easy to get the answers to all of that. So a lot of people really would like to go solar, but they just don't have the um, time or the energy to figure out how to do it. The Solarize initiative solves that problem for the homeowner. It does all the homework, and then it provides that information to the homeowner in a short information session. They last at most an hour. And then the homeowner has a chance to sign a non-binding letter of intent. That just says to the solar contractor, I'm interested in your coming and looking at my home, looking at our roof, looking at our trees, and deciding, is this a good idea for us? And the, the homeowner and the contractor discuss this. If the homeowner wants to go ahead with it, they ask the contractor to provide them, the solar installer, to provide them with a solar proposal, just like you do if you were doing this on your own. Um, the contractor provides the proposal, but the proposal is in line with what they uh, earlier this, uh, proposed to the Solarize initiative. So they, we already know that the equipment's good. We already know that the pricing is good. Um, and then, then it's completely between the solar installer or contractor and the homeowner. If the homeowner wants to go ahead with it, that's great. They sign the contract, and it's, it's a deal, and they get uh, a new solar installation. They could decide they, for some reason, any reason, they don't want to go ahead with it, and they either don't do it or they might go to another 
contractor personally and go to that contractor and say, I'd like you to give me a proposal. So anything is possible. But what the Solarize initiative has done is it's helped um, make it easy for the household. What the Solarize initiative has also done is they've actually lowered the price, the cost to the solar installer or contractor. How did they do that? They did it by taking on the promotion. So the solar installer and contractor doesn't have to go out looking for households. Uh, they have them handed to them. Um, and they also have a large number. So what that means is that the cost for the solar contractor and installer have gone down and they pass those savings or some of them onto the homeowner. So what happens is that the homeowner actually not only gets um, a pre-screening of the equipment and pricing, they also get a lower price than the market rate. Um, so that, that in a nutshell is what's happening. It, it makes it easier for the contractor and installer. It makes it easier for the homeowner. It lowers both their costs. Um, and it's been really exciting to see how this works. My experience. Thank you for breaking that down. It is obviously a complicated process, but you did make it seem reasonably simple. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Please go ahead and tell us about your experience. Yes, yeah, sure, sure. So um, last summer in Bloomington, or in the spring actually, I um, brought together two groups that have unique um, skills and capabilities. One is the Solar Indiana Renewable Energy Network, known as SIREN. They have been phenomenal leaders in the field and have been doing solar information sessions, um, not only in Bloomington over and over, but all over the state, helping um, uh, congregations install panels by helping them deal with contractors. They have a lot of solar expertise. They're all volunteer and a tremendous amount of commitment. The other group is the Interfaith Community of Environmentalist Youth. These are teams who care deeply about the future that they're facing in the environment um, uh, sort of crises that is upon us. And they are, have boundless energy and incredible um, dreams. And that group um, partnered, the two groups partnered and the ICE teams went door to door in a neighborhood that's about half a square mile. It already had a good bit of solar. They went door to door with brochures that they designed and talked to homeowners with likely homes and explained the initiative, the Solarize initiative to them. They asked homeowners to go to a number of different um, information sessions in solar homes in the neighborhood. At the information sessions, 20, 30 neighbors would show up. The IC teams would introduce the idea with great enthusiasm and clarity. And then Siren would give a very um, a discreet uh, uh, presentation. And they would walk through very carefully what is solar, how does it work, what are the costs, what are the benefits, and how does a solarized initiative work. Um, it's a presentation they've done over and over, and they've really honed it. It's very clear. It's fun. It's short. Um, and they, those two teams did this around the neighborhood for about two, two months, I believe. Uh, at each of these uh, solar information sessions in a home, 
we'd have about 20 or 30 people show up. And by the end, people were signing, a lot of people were signing letters of intent, and many people signed them within the weeks afterwards. Uh, then the solar contractor would come, visit the home, do a site assessment, deliver a proposal, and the home would decide, the household, whether or not they wanted to go forward with it. The, the long and short of it is that within um, several months of this program running, there were 29 households in this 0.5 square mile area that had decided to go solar. On top of households that already were solar in the neighborhood, they, are, they got to a point where in parts of the neighborhood, almost one in 10 households are solar. And at this point, there are more, and it looks like there are one in 10. So it's, it's a remarkable success and very, very exciting and hopeful, both for these two teams, but also for all the homeowners that were, were doing this. The ICT painted these uh, hand-painted wooden signs made of all reused materials except for the frames. And those signs are all over the neighborhood now that people are showing, um, you know, this house is solar. Uh, it, it's exciting for the household. It's exciting for the groups. One of the big impacts when an individual household goes solar is that the research shows that they influence other households on the street, in their neighborhood, friends and family to also consider going solar. So the impact is that you actually have this snowballing effect. We've actually seen that in Bloomington. Siren went ahead after this hugely successful program and partnered with the city of Bloomington on a Solarize initiative. That initiative, also in a matter of months, had 90 households sign up to go solar in the city of Bloomington and environs. 90 households. Wow. And they are now involved in yet another phase two, and that also is, is having tremendous um, uptake. Great. Well, thank you so much for sharing that success. It certainly gives me hope that you know a similar success could be found in Northwest Indiana, though I know that our, our time frame is obviously right, right up upon us. So the call to action, basically it sounds like the next step would be to get a training set up and to have a training hosted kind of up near this end of the state, <laughs> you would need to get uh, teams from several cities to make that worth your, your time or whoever would come to do that training. Is that right? That's absolutely right, yeah. We've run, we're running a training on Saturday in Bloomington. We ran one in Indianapolis in uh, late June, and we have not had participation yet from Northwest Indiana. We did have wonderful participation from the South Bend, Elkhart, Goshen area. They are fully running with a northern Indiana uh, Solarize initiative. South Bend Solarize, Goshen Solarize, Elkhart Solarize. They made TV news last week, and they were in the newspaper, I think, a few days ago, as, I, as far as I can tell, or maybe it was two different TV stations. They are going full speed ahead. Um, we would love to have Northwest Indiana involved in this. Because we're so interested in this, we have um, organized one final training. It's on August 15th, that's a Saturday. Uh, it will run from about quarter to 10 till about 3.30. We're holding it in South Bend uh, because 
in South Bend, they're actually holding one of their information sessions for their Solarize initiative on that morning. So part of the training is that we uh, look at a presentation, somebody does a presentation, and then uh, the, the participants break up into groups, and those who are going to do presentations in their city have the chance to actually practice giving the presentation and getting feedback. So it's a perfect opportunity. They're going to actually see a real information session with people coming from around Elkhart Ocean and South Bend to learn about the Solarize Initiative. They'll watch that. Then we'll break off, go to a separate location nearby, and run our training. And the people who are going to be doing presentations will practice them. The people who are going to be doing promotion will be working together on exactly how are they going to do promotion, who will do what by when, what are the ways to do it in, in the city, who are the people that will be the big spokespeople for this. And then there will be also a breakout session for the project managers for the team. We'll also provide each team from each city with all the tools they need to do this. And we'll be giving them the information on what the solar contractors have provided in terms of uh, equipment, pricing, and all, so they can make a decision very quickly on which contractor they want to um, offer to their city. So really all we need is a team of people that are energetic, excited, and ready to go. That's, that's it. They will have everything they need to run with this. And we do want to underline this is a volunteer position. However, we do have some, some you know, little tricks up our sleeve up here in Northwest Indiana. We have a thing called the Time Bank <laughs> that kind of rewards people for doing you know, good things in the community. So though you would not get paid in money, it is possible that for the hours that you spend, if you're a member of our time bank, you could actually get time credits for your work. So just know that we really value this and trying to get creative to think about how we could support the folks that really want to do this but are worried you know, that other aspects of their lives might suffer. But if you can get help in other areas of your life, that might be one way to overcome that obstacle. So beyond that, are there any special skills or backgrounds that you know, you'd ideally like for some of these uh, team members to have? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, it would be really helpful to have somebody who, who's kind of good at project management, who's a team leader, who can help the group you know, set their deadlines and schedule, get through it. Um, manage the information that's coming in, make sure that the contractors are doing what they said they would do. And um, it's, it's straightforward, but it needs somebody who's well-organized and, and a good team leader. We need uh, one or two people from each city, probably just one will do, who is a comfortable and credible presenter of information that either they're comfortable with financial information or they're an engineer or they're know solar really well or they're you know, have done contracting. Somebody who can be um, will be trusted when they talk about how this works, the solar part, the financial part, um, and the relationships in the Solarize project. And then what we need are a team of people who are just ready to promote this. They're ready to call up the mayor and ask if the city will co-sponsor it or if the mayor will put solar panels on his roof or her roof um, through the program, they're ready to figure out what 
companies they should go to for a lunch hour to talk about the program. They're ready to go to a neighborhood with brochures, to call up the newspaper, to get on the radio, to get the TV um, station, to come to an information session. These are people that are ready to reach out in any way. Whatever their community is, they're ready to reach out. So those are the three sets of skills we need. We found that even if two people, better three, but even if two or three people come to the training, that they can quickly go back, mobilize a team, and have this thing running um, in, in short order. And we had, at our first training, we had four teams come from different cities. They already had teams. And then we just said, well, if you're just coming with your partner or you've got two or three people, just come. So three, we had three groups that were really small that came from other cities. Within a few days, all seven were off and running. Not only the teams, but also the people that came in twos or threes. So we want to encourage anyone who's listening, who finds this idea exciting, please just contact us. Please just let us know. We're all volunteers. We're all just making this happen. Um, it's very hopeful. It's very exciting in a time that can feel a little bit dark. And it makes a huge impact. Once you plant solar, it grows. So uh, there, are, there are some images, maps of solar in the state of Indiana, one from 2011 and one from 2015. The striking thing when you look at these maps is that where solar was getting started in 2011, it's taken off in 2015. Where there was no solar in 2011, there's none or very little um, in 2015. If you can get even 10 people in your city to install solar, you can be sure that in short order, there will be many more solar installations. This work really makes a difference. So I would like to give you our um, contact information. It's I was going to ask for that. That's great. Okay, thanks. It's Hoosier Solar Initiative at gmail.com. Very simple. Hoosier Solar Initiative at gmail.com. I will get your emails and we will be in, back in touch with you very soon. For now, save the date and the time on August 6th in South Bend. Uh, we would love to have you there. It will be lots of fun and very exciting. And um, you'll find that you have you know, really are fulfilled by the work that follows. Unfortunately, because of the SB 309 bill, the work is actually quite short. It's not going to take, it's not going to go on forever. So by mid-September or, or even early September, you'll be done with the bulk of the work. And it's fun. So I wonder, Kathy, do you have other questions? I'm sorry, I need to interrupt for a second. I thought I heard you say two different dates. I thought I heard August 6th at one point and August 15th. Could you just clarify which is the training date? Yeah, the date is August 5th. August 5th, that's a Saturday. It's August 5th. a week from okay. this coming Saturday. Yeah. Gotcha, okay, thank you, thank you. And um, the other thing too, I know the time frame is very tight. Do you have any idea what kind of time commitment that a, a typical team leader or team participant would need to invest between now and the end of September or the end of the year? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, 
I think the solar information presenters probably will present three to six times. Uh, the presentations are just an hour. We give you the PowerPoint and talking points, and then you can adjust them to work for you. Um, the promotional team, it's really up to you how much you want to put into this. I think people are pretty excited and do a good bit, but they don't need to. And the team leader will need to be on it. So I couldn't tell you how many hours. It doesn't have to be enormous. Um, I think the big jobs will be to gather your team to select the contractor. You'll have all the information you need to do that. Then to set with the team your plans for you know, how many information sessions and how you're going to publicize. And then it's just maybe an hour uh, to a week to really keep on top of those letters of intent, make sure they get to the contractors, make sure the contractors quickly do the site assessments, make sure that they get the proposal to the homeowner uh, quickly and that the homeowner is on top of knowing that they need to sign it um, sooner rather than later if they want to meet the September 30th deadline. It's not overwhelming. It's really quite manageable. And I just want to put it out there, though, although I, I can't spearhead this effort and I'm not sure I can even make it to the training, though I would love to be there, I do want to say that whoever signs up from Northwest Indiana, you do have my support in helping you find venues to do the presentations. I've got some great contacts across the region. Uh, we've got great contacts with uh, 219 Green Connect and also with Green Drinks a good email list. We will help you, you know, with some marketing support to get your message out there. I've got good media contacts in the area that are, you know, environmentally minded, so we can do that as well. And then another opportunity that I'd like to offer both to team members and anybody that's just interested in solar and the environment in general is an event that I will be hosting myself on Sunday, August the 20th. I have been a volunteer facilitator with the Pachamama Alliance now for uh, about a year, and one of the key things that they offer is it's called an up-to-us engagement pathway. So for people that are, as you said, kind of in a dark place, they're upset about you know things that are changing, not sure how they can fit in what, and what they can do, they can kind of plug into this engagement pathway and find their way, learn what is theirs to do. And I hope that a lot of people listening find that what is theirs to do is become a team member or get uh, solar installed or, or something else related to solar, but there's certainly all kinds of other ways that you can get involved and help create the, the better future that our hearts know is possible, as Charles Eisenstein says. Uh, so anyway, that's called the Awakening the Dreamer, Changing the Dream Symposium. That will be happening at Unity in the Dunes Spiritual Center on Sunday, August 20th from 1.30 to 5.30. You can uh, find out more by emailing me, Kathy, at 219greenconnect.com, and I'll be happy to send you a registration link. Or you can go to pachamamaalliance.org, and our event is on their master event calendar. So we definitely want to give um, that leadership team some support, and they would be you know, connecting with some like-minded folks at that event that would likely have um, inroads into other awakened, you know, groups of people that would be probably a little more apt to embrace solar and embrace this initiative. So there'd be multiple reasons why I think that that would be a good event for you to attend. And really the basis of the Pachamama's um, agenda, there are a lot of different threads that run through, through it, but I'd say boiling it down, 
they they feel that we need to change uh, some of the language in our in our laws to make them more fair, but also get our reliance off of fossil fuels and toward renewables like solar. So it would just be a very very like-minded group, and I hope I can see some of you there. I know we're almost out of time, Mady, but I really want to thank you for joining us today. And if we could just give your contact information one more time, and let's give the uh, the training details as well. Yes, and I'd, I'd like to add one more very quick pitch. Um, this, almost all the large cities in Indiana are now involved in this. We so miss Gary and Hammond, and we would love to have a Gary and Hammond team, as well as, of course, Valparaiso, Michigan City, any of the others. So please, please do consider it. The training is August 5th. It should be starting at quarter to 10 and ending by uh, 3.30. That might be amended by a few minutes here or there. Um, to let me know that you want to be there, please email Hoosier Solar Initiative at gmail.com. And again, it's Hoosier Solar Initiative at gmail.com. Thank you so much. We really look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for joining us, Mady, and we look forward to hearing from some awakened people in the listening audience that are ready to be part of this Hoosier Solar Initiative uh, experience. So thank you for considering this. If it's not you, but you know somebody who has the time and has the passion, please consider sharing this show link on social media, forwarding it to a friend via email, but the time is really upon us to make this move. So thank you, and that's all the time we have for now. Thank you, Kathy.